This is GabNet, the Great American Broadcast Network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. Rob Alfano's Exchange, the Tuesday edition, day two of the experiment. Hopefully you're uh, going to have some fun with us this evening. We're going to open up Skype in a little while, give you a chance to join us on the Exchange. GabNet Live is how you do it. I'll give you the phone number in just a few. Got a good night of stuff planned for you, so hang out, okay? Okay, how about that? Welcome into the program again. Uh, Rob Alfano here. It is Rob Alfano's Exchange. As I said, we're going to open up the Skype lines in just a few moments. And uh, I'll give you the phone number as well, like Doug last night who couldn't get to his computer. He could always call in on your regular old-fashioned telephone and uh, join us. It'd be 347-352-0079. That's the phone number to reach us when we open up the Skype lines in just a few moments. Again, GabNet Live, that'd be cool. Get to see your video or 347-352-0079. By the way, I have an email address here at GabNet. You could reach me at rob at gabnet.net. If you email me, I promise I'll get back to you. Let me know if you have an idea for the program. If you just want to say hi, again, it's Rob Alfano at GabNet.net. Um, I, unlike Rebel Stoke Jim, I really haven't embraced this whole social media thing. I mean, I don't have a special Facebook page for the program. Didn't, wouldn't even know what to do with it. Jim is so artistic. He makes up all those really cool graphics and stuff and posts them. And I, 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 I don't know what – I have a Twitter account. I don't know what to do on Twitter. And don't even get me started on the other one that he has. I, I don't even know what the name of it is. But uh, So uh, email old-fashioned me. It's rob at gabnet.net if you'd like to reach out and uh, say hello. Uh, our program this evening uh, goes until 10 p.m. Eastern at 10 o'clock. Of course, it's Alex Bennett's Ramble. And then at midnight Eastern – it's Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle, and uh, she's going to have a pretty interesting show tonight because, um, you know, the big Apple event today, I was on her uh, citizen panel last Thursday, I think it was, and she was all jazzed about it because her program tonight is going to be uh, pretty much centered around the Big Apple event in Cupertino. So lots going on on the Great American Broadcast Network right here at GabNet, and I'm going to open up Skype and give you a chance to call in and uh, share your ideas on the exchange. Again, our phone number is 347-352-0079. Or you can, uh, you know, GabNet Live is the way that uh, we actually prefer it. And I see Rin there, and she's petting the pretty pussycat. Hello, Rin. How are you? I'm good. Great. Good. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Are you ready? Did you get to hear anything about what's going on? I don't want to talk too much about the Apple stuff because uh, I know that, uh, you know, Miranda's got uh, a big night planned around it. She's going to get all geeky on t- all over it. But, uh, yes. you know, we've got um, what we've got is uh, two new iPhones, the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6. What do they call it? 6 Plus. 
and uh, they're nice. Even the regular iPhone is small, or the is bigger than the current iPhone, and um, and then there's going to be three different versions of the Apple Watch. So um, everybody's excited. I know I am. I'm ready for a new. Um, I'm, I'm ready for a new iPhone. I've had for the past few months my iPhone. Ever my my wife has a. This is a five. My wife has a 5C, and everywhere we go, she can get on, and I'm always without bars for some reason, and it just annoys the hell out of me. We're, we're joined by Charles Wallace. How you doing, Charles? Hi. Doing great. Hi, How's it going tonight? Pretty good. And we're Must also... be raining. No, actually, uh, I just got back in town. Uh, I was at a family reunion over the weekend, so I couldn't umpire tonight. Oh, oh I see. We're also joined by Doug. This time we can see Doug. I guess he's in a higher class motel, huh? Uh, three dollars, yeah, three dollars more than last night. So, um. see what three so bucks buys you. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. So, what is it? You just don't want to go for the three bucks, or is it you can't get it in every place you uh, go? Well, well, the town I was in yesterday was Eatonton, and it was like it's a very small town, very historic town. And there's this motel I stay at. Uh, it's, it's, it's clean. It's not bad. It's very old, though. But the last couple times I stayed there, just the Wi-Fi was horrible. And even though I can get a free porn channel uh, at nighttime over there, it's just not – I'd rather have Wi-Fi so I could talk to you guys. And, um, and You're, you know, you're give growing up, up Doug. You're growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, sp- we spent a good deal of time talking last night about that uh, – about uh, you know the uh, the incident uh, the NFL incident with um, oh, his name is escaping Ray Rice Ray Rice yes have you heard the latest um, now it looks like uh, Roger Goodell the NFL commissioner is coming under intense criticism for the way he handled the case um, and it would seem that uh, there is some sort of question about what Goodell and the NFL knew and saw prior to uh, the two game suspension that they uh, that they originally gave him. Uh, there are those who think that if Goodell and the NFL did see that video, it is possible that they actually saw it and knew the extent of what really happened, that uh, Commissioner Goodell should step down and walk away from the league. Um, and there are others that say that the league will suffer a huge hit trying to for trying to cover up the real story of what unfolded that we all saw on that yeah. video. And, uh, you know, I, I want to ask you, you... Each one of you, in fact, do you really believe the NFL? All right, so Goodell will probably go because we all know that you need a scapegoat in any situation, right? Yeah. We all know that. So if yeah. if it's proven that Goodell and the NFL knew, he's gone. But really, yeah. do you really think people who watch football, people who – last Sunday, my wife and I went to – uh, there's a place near here that we like to eat at. It's a sports bar, and they've got every – game on in fact you walk in and they say we wanted to sit outside because it was beautiful and they're all saying what game do you want to watch i said nothing i just want to sit outside and enjoy the day do you think the fans really give a rat's ass about this and it's going to really be a hit against the sport or is it just like a, you know what do you think anybody who wants to i think the news is just making a big deal about it trying to get ratings trying to build up an audience and personally yeah, now that it comes out where the wife slapped him twice, spat on his face three times, and then if you watch the and I know and I don't condone, as I said yesterday, I don't condone 
hitting a woman and all that. But I heard some of these right wing shows today, like saying, you never hit a woman. You never hit a woman. You know, I'm 160 pounds. And if I have a 300 pound woman beating up on me, I'm going to hit her. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know that that's not the case in this situation. And again, we, we beat this up. Pardon the pun. We beat this up pretty good last night. I, I really want I'm, I'm more interested in uh, the new uh, the new findings that it is possible that they were trying to just slough this over and whether or not the NFL is really going to pay for this or if fans just give me my football and I don't really give a damn. It's like the Redskins name. You know, people say there is a couple of those announcers who said they're never going to say the Redskins name. They're just going to call them Washington, whatever. I don't think that the NFL, I think the NFL is untouchable. You know, uh, uh, Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, I think the NFL is untouchable. Um, I was one of those people watching the games on Sunday and loved every bit of it and couldn't wait to watch Monday night. Although after your show, of course. Um, <laughs> but uh it, it just doesn't compute. I mean, I'm a sports fan, and I watch it for sports. They've got the same, you know, they, they say that uh, NFL and any uh, national sport is a microcosm of society, mm-hmm. and it is. The same shit goes on in society. It's just not a high public, uh, high, highly publicized figure, and it's not on video. If, if the guy, There's probably three people on my street that have done the same thing. They don't have the money, and they weren't on video. Now, okay, again, yeah. it sucks. It goes on. I'm watching football. Now he's not going to he's not going to play. Obviously, if he was going to play, that would definitely cause a stir, as it would have with Michael. Michael Vick went to prison, right? Now, yeah, I, I, you know what he did was reprehensible, but he served his time and it he went is. back to the game. So, I mean, it isn't like he wasn't punished. Nobody wants to go to prison. I mean, let's face it, the guy went to prison. You, go yeah, ahead, go guy, ahead, Charlie. This- but this guy was given a death sentence, though, pretty much. You know, you can't play football no matter what. Nah, that'll uh, fade. I believe that'll it, fade. It, it, it's already faded. The, the headline on CNN says, NFL's consider, considering Ray Rice may play someday. Go ahead, Charlie. You had something. Oh, no way. Are Go you turn serious? on the TV. Turn on, I'm not lying, Charlie. Uh-huh. Are you a football fan, uh-huh. Charlie? Yes, I'm. I'm a. I'm a rabid Dallas Cowboy football fan. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Charlie. <laughs> I mean, I never miss a game, uh, but I, you know, I watched football this weekend. But I would be pissed off if they. I was mad when they only gave him a two-game suspension. I mean, that's ridiculous. He beat the crap out of that poor girl, and and. That's, you just society cannot condone that. Okay, so he here I. Go. So then I have a question for you, Charlie. You were mad as hell. But you supported your NFL, right? You didn't yeah. step away from the NFL. So that's my point. You may be mad, but eh, who cares, right? In the end, it's not no, going to really hurt not, the NFL at all. Not, it it would have hurt the NFL in my eyes if if they if they had stuck with the two-game suspension. And I'm still kind of pissed off that it took this video coming out for them to do the right thing and, and then suspend him indefinitely. But now, what happens if you find out? I think it was tomorrow morning at nine. We're going to hear from Goodell. Um, what do you do if you find out that they did get to see that video? And they- I think they did. I, I do not believe for a second they had not seen that video. If that yeah, video had not come out public, they never would have. They would have stuck with the two game suspension. Right. He'd have been active on Friday. I right. agree. And yeah. that, and so you're pissed. And where do you take saying, your? Where do you take out that 
anger against football. Not your I mean, girlfriend. What do you do? No, no, no. I mean, how do you show the NFL you're pissed if you're if you're going to support it by watching the games? And how, how do you show less, the NFL? I buy less uh, paraphernalia. Do you? I tell you that. No, uh, I would do that. I, I think. Sorry, Charlie. You done? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think. I think it's. Um, yeah, we all kind of hate it, but I'm going to watch my football. Um, if it happens again. And then it happens again, and then something else happens a little less fine. Eventually, you kind of grow. What's the word? You, you just kind of go. This isn't you, the you first. Be, no, no, no. But no. when it, something that bad, when more of these things that bad come up, and now Goodell's going to take the fall because he he uh, he saw the video. So slowly, it eats away at you, and eventually, you just become indifferent. You're like, "Fuck this," and, and that that'll take a couple of years. But that could certainly happen. Really? If they you kept think doing so? it, I would eventually turn off the game. I would quit right. watching the NFL. Right. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to support criminals. They become criminals when they condone this type of activity so without you, a penalty. Who was the Who was the, the the New York Jet who went into the nightclub with a pistol and shot himself in the groin? Plexico Burst. Yeah. Was a giant. yeah, that was actually was a giant. Well, Wasn't he was a Jet time? too, right? He it became a Jet afterwards. Oh, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um, so I, I, I mean, I you see what I'm saying? This is not nothing new here. Well, you, you know, they don't talk about the guy Hardy for the Carolina Panthers. He, he was convicted and he appealed it, and he's in. He's playing right now, pending yeah. appeal. Pending the you know, appeal. See, you, you that, know why? That makes he's, me mad. You know, you know he's why? Convicted. He's a good player. Well, that's always that's, the way it is. Yeah. But how do you? How do you? How do you go if now? So if you're a fan of a team that has one of these guys, the, the guy you just mentioned, I, I don't know who that is, honestly. But if, if I were a fan of that team, how do you support that team at all? How do you go to the games? You just do because it's Sunday. We got to have our football. Well, I got one of those guys. It's become a ritual. Town. It's more than a sport. It's a religion. It's a ritual. Yeah, but I left the Catholic Church because they got bad enough. <laughs> so I, religion's not sacrosanct. Okay. 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 Charlie, Charlie, did it take one incident for you to leave the Catholic no, Church? No, it took a bunch. Yeah. yeah it yeah. took a I know I didn't leave the first time, but it took a bunch. Okay. Okay. And then, you know. I think that's a great, so, so, that's a great analogy for the NFL. That's a great analogy for the NFL. I'm not going to leave after one, but it took a bunch. I'll get fed up and and I'll watch something else. Well, it's more than one. It's it's three or four that I could think of. And and you know what's really even more reprehensible, which gets talked about only at certain times, is how they treat their own, how they treat the retired players who are all suffering. Yeah. And how much money the NFL has, and how just a small piece of that, this nonprofit organization, the NFL, right. should take care of those people who have uh, who have put their bodies on the line for these ratings and for all this money. They never claim to be nonprofit. Yeah. They uh, are a they nonprofit. Are a nonprofit organization, though. Not I the teams. Not a- not the, teams. Not the teams, but the NFL organization. The NFL is a non-profit. So is Major League Baseball. I mean, in, uh, and I believe, I think all the leagues are considered non-profit. I guess what kind of shocks me, though, is, uh, I mean, first, I, I played football growing up, but I don't watch it now. I, I've just, I'm too hyper to sit down in front of a TV for that long period of time to concentrate on the game. You know, I might watch some of the Super Bowl. That's about it. Watch the commercials and the halftime show and, 
if the game's good, I might watch that. But I mean, you're, you're looking at, it's a violent sport. You got people hitting, tackling and everything else. And I'm surprised, you know, so these people are acting like, you know, you got these people participating in this violent sport. And, and now they're shocked that somebody reacted violently to somebody getting spit on and slapped and all that. Uh, yeah, I know. And yeah, I know you, you said, I mean, I couldn't tell from that thing if it was a slap or a punch. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't like he beat her. It wasn't like he started kicking her up when she was on the ground. And as I said, once no, that was a full-blown. Oh, yeah. You don't so knock someone out with a slap. Head knocked down into the <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, But, he, but what, what, what Doug's saying, he didn't go to ground and pound. No, yeah. I mean, but he was probably shocked that he knocked her out. I'm sure that uh, he went, no, oh, shit. No, he looked shit. very nonchalant. Well, <laughs> he did. I don't think he, I mean, I look, I I don't know the man, but I would, I'd find it hard to believe that he meant to really clock her like but that. Look at the way he dragged her out of the elevator, left her there, kicked yeah, her. Yeah, now he's, he's, he's under, a couple of times and, now he's got damage, damage control. You know, he doesn't want anybody to see him. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, he, he was nervous about that. But, you know, like anything else, um, it's all going to come down to the cover up is worse than the crime. Yeah, crime, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and again, we, we beat up the crime last night. So I, I just wanted to bring up, you know, the new the new developments. And I've got a related story here again, because I really there are two organizations that I've come to really despise. And I don't, Rin, are you a football fan? No. And uh, Doug, you said you're a football fan, but you don't watch football. No, right? no, I'm not a football fan at all. So, I couldn't name anybody on any team, and maybe Manning. That's about the only one. Come because, on, you know Cam Newton. Who? Cam, Cam Newton. Cam I don't. I, I don't. Carolina Panther. Okay, never mind. So anyway, I know, uh, I know Fig Newton, but here, I don't know Fig Newton. Here, here are my two most despised entities one of them number one is espn number two is the nfl and the reason is because they're stealing money out of my damn pocket every month and the and and short of not having cable tv there's absolutely nothing that i can do about it bloomberg business week had an article last week that states the at espn pays Four times the going rate to air an NFL game. And they don't give a damn because they know that you and I will pay for it. And we have no choice. The only thing you can do is unplug. They yeah. Their most recent contract was $20 billion over 10 years or something like that. They paid the NFL. Wow. And who's paying that? ESPN is... It's a, ESPN is uh, in a, now in a strong position relative to the cable companies, which are already pay uh, the network an industry high of $6 monthly per subscriber. ESPN's current deal with the NFL spans eight years, during which time its contracts with cable providers will come due for renewal with a full slate of NFL games and uh, general heft. ESPN has been able to pass along its additional costs to the cable companies, which in turn passes them along to suckers like us who have absolutely nothing. We cannot say, I don't want ESPN. I don't want to pay for it. I don't watch it. That bugs the shit out of me. And it's the reason why I unplugged about two and a half years ago. I did. I, I got to, I, I actually was watching the Yes Network. They have a, a really great sports business program that they run. And they were talking about this new NFL contract that was signed. 
and how much money and how much money you could expect to pay for ESPN in the coming years. And it, it pissed me off so much that I actually went out and I, I, I got a guy to put a, a digital antenna on my roof and I canceled. I had direct TV at the time and I canceled my direct TV. And I went out and I bought a Roku, a Roku, and I bought an Apple TV for different TVs in the house. I, I my Netflix subscription, my Hulu Plus subscription, and I was in good shape until, oh, and I had my baseball package, right? Because I'm a big Yankee fan. So I paid for my baseball package. This was fine until I noticed two things. Because I don't have cable, there are no local baseball games on television in this market so when the yankees play the orioles big rival here i can't see the games because because the damn because they're blocking them from the app and i was like okay so i'll deal with that how many games it's 15 or 16 games right part two of that playoff time comes and the first round of yankee playoffs were on tnt so not even on fox yeah and so now I'm deprived of what I've watched my team the whole year and I'm deprived of watching the first round of the of the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. And so I wound up getting cable back and I got it back in a rush because I wanted to see these games. And since then, I've had cable. But that's what I mean. Those are my two. Those to me are devil incarnate ESPN and football. And since I despise the game. I, I, I just it really irks me that I'm paying ESPN every month. I don't care if it's three dollars, six dollars, twelve dollars, bugs me. Well everybody's paying here because you can't get cable without by have, having ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I think my cable bill is like a hundred and fifty dollars a month and that also includes the Roadrunner uh uh yeah, yeah, yeah. when is it that we're gonna get a la carte television? When is it that I, you know, ever? I, I, I went. I got rid of like Showtime and uh, HBO, and tried to knock the bill down as much as I could, and it still only got it like down to maybe seventy dollars just for the cable without all the other stuff. And it's funny, Time Warner is like, "Do you have Netflix? You know, why are you getting rid of us, or you know, or why are you really downsizing?" And it's sort of like, well, because it's expensive for what you. You know, and I really don't watch much TV, but now we got Showtime and HBO because my wife wants to watch uh, Game of Thrones and yeah. Warlock Empire and all that kind of crap. So, yeah, well, I, I think the cable companies are kind of gripping. They're they're looking at the future, and the younger generation um, is not buying cable. It's all on the internet, yeah, right. And they get the money. But people like myself, and maybe you're, we're about the same generation. I don't want to give up my clicker. I want to scan my channels. I want to press a yeah. button, get CNN. I want to go back to the game. I want to check the movie. I want to turn on uh, uh, news while there's a commercial. And I'm, I'm up to one sixty a month because I want my goddamn clicker. I'm not going to the internet. Well, I, was, I just don't really watch TV anymore. I just, you know, about the only thing I'm watching on a regular basis is uh, The Walking Dead. And that's something my wife and I can walk, I mean, walk, uh, watch together and. Yeah, we have interest. Other than that, just wonder. Hey, can I? News, uh, current events. Can I change the subject a little bit? What do you, um, yeah, please, I think we've. Uh, do. Yeah, please what do you do. got? What do you got, Doug? Well, it's just you know, just saying this has been going on in Ferguson. Now, I know it died down a little bit, but it's just and you know, I'm, you know and it's particularly like Fox News. You know, first it came out that oh, you know, they're like saying let's don't rush to judgment. But let's bring out the injuries, how this cop was beaten up. He had this broken orbital socket. 
and then it comes out that yeah, it's not true. Um, and but there's no retraction, no apology from Fox or some of the other people reported. Now it just came out when the uh, chief of police, you know, released the name of the officer, uh, Daryl Darren Wilson. You know, then he released a video of the uh, so-called robbery and all that. And I've heard things that the guy did pay for the cigars, uh, right. but pushed a guy. Now I haven't seen the full video, but the only thing I saw was like what Fox News showing him pushing that little guy. Nobody from the store called up 911. It was a customer. And then the chief of police, the main point I was going to make, the chief of police was like saying, when they asked him, I said, why did you re release that video? He said, I had to. It was like the Freedom of Information Act. I got all these requests. I got all these requests from the media. And it came out that was a lie. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why are they going after this guy? Why aren't they saying, you lied, you blankety-blank? And, I, I mean, this guy, I, I hope the Department of Justice – is really looking at these guys. And, you know, since then you had one police officer who had to resign because he showed up at some place with these awful racist comments. And you had the other officer had resigned saying he was going to effing kill the reporters. And then you also had reporters being arrested, not moving fast enough. I, I mean, I hope they hope, I hope they just ban that whole Ferguson thing and just, you know, I, I hope justice prevails on this, you know, especially for Michael Brown too. I got to tell you that um, it's out of my, sense of I, it's it i mentioned this before I, I i don't pay attention to to stories like this because it's not it's like, because they happen over and over and over and over again it's just in a different location and and so i i just for me it's not something that uh, catches my attention in the news i i don't you know uh, to me this is worse than rodney king times 10 in my opinion anybody else want to make comment I, I would like to know the real story, what really happened. <laughs> You'll never know that. Right. So I guess I have no comment. Yeah. Any anyway, thanks for letting me vent. Sure. Anybody hear about what happened at Home Depot? See, oh, another yeah, hack. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I bet every one of us, uh, since April of last year, I mean. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I it's, it went back that far. They it's, probably have my information. I'm sure they do. They probably it's, have mine too. It's bigger than Target. It's uh, it, it could be oh, one of the see. biggest. Um, I've got there's. I don't know if anybody saw this. So when I was researching this today, I'm going to move this over to the other screen. I found on CNN Money on their website, they list uh, what hackers. There's a website here. It's called What Hackers Know About You. So uh, they what they do is they have a, a bunch of different businesses here. And uh, you click on whatever business it is and then click submit and uh, and it comes up with what hackers know about the people who have been hacked because they've had their information stolen. Anybody shop at Target? Yeah. So they says here, if you shop at Target, I press submit. They know your name, your physical address, your phone number, your email address and debit or credit card information. That's what they know about you from just going if you were unlucky. Um, anybody, uh, anybody, uh, uh, shop on eBay? Oh, all the time. All um, the time. Yeah. So what's what eBay got here? They have your name, your physical address, your phone number, your birthday, your email address, and your encrypted password. Oh, that's what they know about you. If you, oh. if you've been on, um, oh, eBay, um, let's see what else is here. Uh, Adobe, anybody buy Adobe products? Yes. I know that I know that uh, Albert uh, was telling me that he subscribes to 
uh, the Adobe Suite online. You can instead of selling it now to you, they they rent it to you. It's like a software that's, on that's demand. What I do. Yeah, well, they know about your email address and your encrypted password and your password hint. It's uh, this is an interesting little website. Um, other how about, hot, how about com? No, no, no. <laughs> the other stores are Neiman Marcus, Michaels, uh, Schnucks Supermarket. Snapchat, AOL, CorporateCarOnline.com, Variable Annuity Life Insurance, Kickstarter, CNET, and P.F. Chang's. Those are all the. There's a button for each one of those businesses, and it, and you can uh, you can find that on uh, CNN's money uh, website. And wow. uh, if you've if you've been a victim of uh, you know theft in any one of those places, uh, you can find out exactly what you're vulnerable to. Um, it's, it's sad. I mean, what, when a business is going to get really, really, I can tell you, I, I, I'm not going to say where I'm not going to say how long ago, but I've worked for a company who took credit card information and was supposed to be, was supposed to be, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, compliant to a certain compliance level and we're lying about it because they weren't. So, how many other companies are doing that, Jeff? Did, did anybody see that uh, thing on sixty Minutes about three weeks ago, where um, it shows like they call it another side or the back end of any website? So, like even CBS on there, you log into a website and they they show a thing where the people log in, and on the back side they got all these different companies swirling around grabbing your information, like fifty or a hundred companies. CBS was one of them, just getting your information. So, uh, so and. How are they getting your information? Legally getting your information? Yeah, the website would would open these portals and sell it to them. So, yeah, you can have whatever you want for X amount of dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know, I I took the Facebook uh, Messenger app off my phone because they had the ability to listen in on your conversations with your microphone, with your camera, turn your camera on, do all kinds of things Um, for the sake of advertising. I took it off the phone, so now it's a pain in the ass because you got to have the Facebook app open, and then you have to open up the web uh, browser and you know on the phone and do it. But I'm not putting it back on. I think well, people probably... make make a statement because none of us read the fine print, and we just say okay. In the in the interest of it being free, we're all happy to have it on our phone. Go, oh, it's another free app, and what do they know about they us? Probably they would probably ignore me because first thing they find out pretty boring overall and i'm broke most of the time so yeah know, but not a whole lot to get there where do you keep your camera pointed when you're watching the porno channels in your ho- in your hotel room <laughs> <laughs> don't I mean, don't, don't that's, answer that don't <laughs> answer that <laughs> no, you don't want to know <laughs> think, think, think pencil no um i, I always I, I thought about getting rid of facebook today I, I'm at work, I work for the government, and I was uh, browsing this government uh, site. It's called the Government Base Guide. It's a guide to all the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine bases around the country. And that's good information for me. And I thought, okay, cool, and I saved the link and moved on. I'm out there having a break, having a smoke, and I'm looking at my Facebook, and there's an advertisement, Download the Base Guide. I'm like, oh, my God. I was at work at the office Looked at it, and now it's on my Facebook. Two hours later, that's scary. <laughs> I'm I I uh, last week was looking for 
I see it on my. I'm, I'm trying to remember what added what I was what I was searching for. I was searching for something last week, and now I'm bombarded. I bought it, and now I'm bombarded with all ads for it this week. Every on every one of my devices, and it's just that to me is so annoying. Yeah, you know, actually, I've surrendered to it. I'm not going to fight it because, you know, I was looking for a bed and I still get bed advertisements. Although that Google ad blocker is pretty good. It works. But even, even at work, I get shit for beds. That's and funny. That's like a, that's an, that's a, an oxymoron. Google ad blocker. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah. Wow. It's there and it works. I mean. But it's kind of funny because they're one of yes, the most. No, uh, I, I, I get it. I don't, I don't I, use I it. it. I don't use but any maybe, of them. Maybe they. They have other ways. I mean, they're they're, they're up your ass, and you, there's nothing you can do about it. So I've just given in. Yeah. Anybody else? In a mattress. Anybody else have any comment on privacy? Because that's really what this all boils down to. Yeah. Well, there... I was looking up um, how to fold up a um, a stroller. I was helping out my neighbors, and now I'm Amazon is sending me emails about babies and diapers. Really? And bottles. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. How it's, does Amazon like, know that you were? Well, I looked on Amazon. Oh, okay. There you for go. The, I'm sorry. I That's why. That part. Yeah, well, it's like on eBay. Like, I'll go on Facebook, and it was like, you know, this thing you watch on eBay is about to expire, and here's something very similar to that. Yeah. And, you know, it's just sort of like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't know it was on eBay. I'll go look because, you know, it just might be looking <laughs> for a part or something. Yeah, technology is way ahead of us. It's passed us by. <laughs> well, I mean, my cars are going to be driving themselves in a couple of years. In 2017, the Cadillac. There's a yeah. new Cadillac that's going to be driving itself. Wow. Can, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd like that though. I don't think there, you're gonna, you know what. There, there will be no use for for any of us. Remember the, the song by Zager and Evans in the year 2525. Yeah, 2525. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Maybe before we get to 2525. I always thought great, I'll be gone long before then. But we're starting to see that stuff crop up now. By the way, plenty of room on the uh, citizen panel tonight. Gabnet live if you want to join us. Uh, we're open to discussion. That's why we call it the exchange. It's an exchange of ideas. We'd love to hear from you. Gabnet Live or our phone number, which is 347-352-0079. Give us a call and and say hi. Well, we have more disease news and not Ebola, a respiratory illness that has already sickened more than 1,000 children in 10 states is likely to become a nationwide problem, according to doctors. The disease has... Hasn't been officially identified, but officials suspect the a rare respiratory virus called human enter, enterovirus 68. According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, those are two different organizations, did not know that. The virus is located, uh, is, is, re, uh, is related to the rhinovirus, which causes the common cold. According to the Division of Viral Disease at the, at the CDC, similar cases to the ones in Colorado have been cropping up across the United States. At least 10 states, Missouri, Kansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Iowa, Colorado, Ohio, Oklahoma, uh, North Carolina, and Georgia have reported suspected outbreaks of human enterovirus 68 and requested CDC support. Uh, That's pretty scary here in North Carolina watching the news and just seeing how this case was and showing some of the kids with respirators on and all that. And it's like, wow. It is crazy. Well, it's it's scary to think that, yeah. you know. F- find out um, 
at the form of Terracacus and um, vancomycin is the drug that fights that. So go buy stock and whoever makes vancomycin. Well, make some money off it. Do you remember? Uh, way. Do you remember a couple of years ago when we were all in the throes of fear over um, uh, like bioterrorism and stuff? The mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking. Couldn't for, get a respirator. <laughs> what's that? You couldn't buy a face mask, a respirator. Oh, um, right. And um, I got a story here. If I could locate it, um, I saw this today. Oh, we lost Charlie. Oh, we did. We lost Charlie. You can hurry on back, Charlie. Um, maybe his internet connection, because he usually would say goodbye, right? So he'll be back. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, his picture froze up. And, Ren, your picture froze up for a little bit, too. Oh, did it? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, somewhere somewhere in a, a Department of Homeland Security warehouse, thousands of doses of antiviral medications are about to expire. Another where now think of just the waste of money this is. Uh, another warehouse stores thousands of expired respirators. This is uh, the equipment and medicine that was supposed to help protect government personnel in the event of a, de- a deadly pandemic. A federal investigation has found that the DHS is totally ill-prepared for something like the 2009 H1N1 influenza pandemic or something worse, such as a global Ebola outbreak or like the 1918 flu pandemic that killed an estimated 21.5 million people, according to a report released by the Office of Inspector General on Monday. In 2006, Congress gave DHS $47 bucks to prepare for such a national medical crisis. And the department went on a shopping spree. It spent millions of dollars on this equipment that might now be completely worthless, missing, or unnecessary. For example, the audit found more than 4,000 bottles of expired hand sanitizer in a storage in storage with the DHS. Uh, many of those bottles have been expired for up to four years. Some 81% of the antiviral drugs the DHS has will expire by the end of next year. And 100... Oh, Charles is coming back to us. And, and 100 of the... And 100% of the Tamiflu is set to expire in 2015. Some 46% of the Relenza DHS, uh, of the Relenza DHS has, oh, Relenza DHS has, will expire as well by then. It's unclear to investigators whether the antiviral medication had been stored in a proper temperature. They don't even know whether that was done. The department's oh entire God. the department's entire res, uh, rep, uh, respirator stockpile has reached or will soon reach the manufacturer's date of usability, and the report suggests that the department failed to de- to determine real life needs before buying the equipment in the first place. It just sounds so governmental, doesn't it? It, it's just yeah. what you expect. And it's funny because this is what I thought of, you know, when when the topic of government-sponsored health care first came up, I was totally against it, not for anything else, but because of that. I just kind of thought, wow, they're going to really fuck up our health care. <laughs> so it, it's just yeah. more of the same crap, Doug. Well, that kind of reminds me of these... You're breaking up. Yeah, we- it's, I guess, kind of, but anyway, but like you, you have like these like shows, like these preppers, you know, these people preparing for the end of the world. You, you have Glenn Beck selling all this different stuff to 
prepare for the end of the world. And I just can't wait. World, like, you know, we're going to be like living in that movie, The Road, you know, and we're going to be struggling for food and water. And all, and all these people are like saying, buy this and buy this and this. And then, you know, when the end of the world comes and all these people invested thousands of dollars for this end of the world, and now they're going to have the same situation the government's having, all the stuff you bought has expired. It's yeah. no good. Yeah. And we're still here. Well, <laughs> the, look, you make a good point, Doug. People, the preppers, what do call them? <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Gonna, I'm going to make it a good point. Um, all right. So, so let's just say the preppers don't know what they're doing. They they buy five years or whatever a lifetime supply and of whatever and expires in five years. Well, this is still all new to the government. Yeah. So they go stock up on Tamiflu, and oh shit, we fucked up. It expires. So they're learning just the same oh, way you and I learn. You know, I mean, really, we all know that drugs expire. That's not new. We've all had pills. We've all buy aspirin that you look and it says on the back. You know, yeah. oh shit, this is four years okay. old. I got to throw oh, it out. So, oh, I get after my wife all the time because she's uh-huh. like, people don't want to throw anything away. And I'll go like to the refrigerator and it's like, where's this? I was like, oh, honey, this is why I'm throwing this away. Look at this green stuff on here. It's not supposed to be <laughs> yeah, This thing was yellow originally. Now it's green. Can I throw it away, please? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys have a earthquake. Well, I have an earthquake kit, but if you guys have an emergency kit. But how many people restock that every time the batteries are supposed to die what is and the your water earth- goes bad? Tell us about your earthquake quake uh, kit. What's in it? You can see it right there on the wall. See that black backpack? Yeah. Carton of cigarettes. It's, it's right by my door. <laughs> it's, it's right by my door, okay? Oh, and I've got, I've got uh, a light jacket. I've got sweatpants. I've got shoes. Uh, There's slippers, but they're shoes. I've got uh, two big two-liter bottles of water in it. Um, well, how often radi- do you change out that water? Because that water gets, you know, stagnant. It's, it, the water's two years. I'm on top of that. But I don't know about my batteries in my in my AM radio. I've got uh, 20 or 40 bucks in there for when the ATMs go out because I don't want to keep 100 bucks or two lying around. I've got a pack of cigarettes, a uh, pack of matches, and... Uh, <laughs> And and what what was the uh, what was the, the 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 event that sparked you to put that kit together? Oh, the eighty nine quake. Oh, so you were there uh, for the eighty nine quake. I was. I was. I was at a bar underneath Candlestick Park. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, I live in North Carolina, and we've you know when I first moved to North Carolina, uh, we had like we got hit like a bunch of hurricanes, Fran, Floyd, and all that. And about the only thing I have left over for that, I, I do have a generator, which I'm glad I do have. But, um, you know, but you got, it, fuel? You got gas. Well, that's the only thing. It, well, you, you beat me to the punch there. I mean, I, I probably need to change the oil on that thing. There's no telling how old the oil is on that. And I, and I would, you know, change the oil if I had to use it. At this time, I don't have any gas. I, mean, I got gas for my lawnmower, but, you know, it's not like. It's you know, gas or a diesel? It's gasoline. Oh, okay. So you can siphon yeah, from it, your it, car or it's, neighbors. It's not a whole house generator. There's a generator that probably can run, you know, my refrigerator, some appliances, and maybe a light bulb or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, Gabnet, of course. Of course. <laughs> Gabnet, yeah. Yeah, I, I when I worked in Manhattan, they kept trying to tell us that we should keep one of those kits in our desks. Because uh, I was in, I was in New York for 9-11, and I was in New York for the blackout in 2003. And both of them were very harrowing experiences where you're just, you, I couldn't get home. 
So I was stuck until, yeah, they close the bridges and tunnels when something like that happens in Manhattan and you're stuck on the island. There's not a lot you can do. And and, uh, I just never did it. I'm lazy. I never put together the kit. I know people who did, but they tell you comfortable shoes. uh, And you're right, cash. Cash is definitely key because you're not going to be able to get to the banks. Although we were okay on 9-11 with the banks. No subways, no bridges. Everything was closed. I guess guess the point I was trying to make with my inadequate earthquake kit and Doug's dilapidated generator, do you expect expect Congress to be smarter than you and I, the public? Isn't that their job? Yeah, it is. Their job is to sit there and collect money and not do anything. I mean, you know, we're not there to, you know, it's if you do it, I have friends who are, a guy I used to work with a couple of months, till a couple of months ago, was one of those. Uh, he had security. I'd go to his desk, and he was he had one mo- two two monitors on his desk, and one monitor was always looking at his house from the security cameras, and he was able to remote control them. And he had automatic weapons, and I mean, you name it. He was ready for. He was ready he was for ready. the end. Yeah, and I, I listen. I listen to um, like Andrew Wilco uh, just for a laugh. The same way I listen to Sean Hannity, and this Wilco is like over the top. He's like, well, first thing he's the angry conservative, you know, I'm going to do this, but now he's like really promoting. When I go out shopping, I always get an extra thing of water and all that, and you know, and it's like I can just imagine his whole garage just full of water, and he's talking about his ammunition, his bullets, and all. And it's, it's just sort of like kind of gets me. And it seems like as soon as Obama got elected, everybody had this like paranoia thing like you know the end of america is coming soon you better prep and you know body sees and, and i just find it comical as i said you know when it comes when it comes to where the country's going to go on you know if it goes to republican say i might not like it but it's going to go on we're going to survive and it, you know we're not going to get taken over you know all these people will complain like oh the guys from isis said they're going to come over here and put a black flag on top of the white house and you know and they're carrying this and it's like Oh, come on. Be realistic. You really think that's going to happen? I no. think the bigger threat is our own um, – uh, uh, our, our, our country's own willingness or unwillingness to put money into our infrastructure. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. you, but my house is – you might as well you know, live in a cave without power here. I have no, nothing you – know, I, I have, a, I have a, a gas stove, but I'm not even sure that would work. Without power. Now, I know I would need a match to light the pilot because there's a the little tick, tick, tick wouldn't happen when you go to fire it up. But this house wouldn't be all that friendly to be in without power. And that's what a lot of these people are, the doomsday oh, people. And, and, when, and, when, and when that happens, they turn the gas off to prevent fires. Well, <laughs> Well, as I said, I went through when I first moved to Wilmington, you know, went through a bunch of hurricanes. And it was time where our power was out for a whole week. And as I said... You know, we had a generator, not, but it really sucks being without electricity and just how excited you get as soon as your lights come on. It, it, it's, it's like, all right, thank God for that. But it was funny when we first moved in our neighborhood and when the hurricanes came, it like turned into a huge block party. You know, everybody's just out there having their beer, just drinking, cooking out on the grill and all that. So yeah, that, it that, actually kind of went by really fast. That lasts for a little while until everybody gets sick of the, the novelty wears off that not in our neighborhood. <laughs> really? We're joined by Diana. Diana Weeks has joined us. How are you, Diana? Oh, pretty good. I thought I'd stop, pop in for a couple of minutes before I go to work. 
I just want when you, um, I think it was Jeff mentioned the vancomycin. Um, yeah, the thing is that's an IV drug. You have to have IV access. It's just not an oral medication, <laughs> so that might be a little hard to uh, you know do at home. So you said that he has a drug that that's in that kit that he can't use. No, no, no. I don't have vancomycin, but it fights enterococcus. I was wrong. Oh. I guess I stand corrected. I thought you could buy pills. Oh. Uh, it's extremely, no. uh, it's IV. Yeah, there's a, there's another one that's similar to it. I'm, I'm oh, rem- I, you talk about uh, medicines that are not, you know, you can't take orally. It reminds me of my brother had, uh, this is 25 years ago, he had his uh, uh, gallbladder removed. And uh, it got really diseased because he waited till the he went jaundice and all that. He goes oh, to the hospital God. to take it out, and uh, after the surgery, the nurse comes into the office and says, "We're going to give you two Tylenol." So he goes, "Okay," and he holds out his hand, and she, the woman shook her head. And she goes, "Nope." <laughs> he said, "What do you mean?" They they put a tube up his rectum, and boom, he got his Tylenol that way. I don't get it, but that's what oh, they I'm, did. I'm glad I had my gallbladder removed. And I, I I didn't have to go through that thing, God. No, uh, Doug, you didn't. Doug, you didn't pay extra. They might have done it while I was under. You know, I mean, you know, while they're. You know, look at my small schlong while I was under, and you know they might have turned me over and gave me Tylenol that way. There, so did you get the? Well, la- I don't think you're looking at what you think they are. <laughs> did you get laparoscopic? <laughs> get their done? job done. They just roll roll your butt, roll it over to the Target, and get it done. Yeah, they don't play. I mean, they, move on to the next person. God, I tell you, when what my kind of nursing was- do you do, Diana? What's oh, um, I mainly work in long term care. You know, which is used to be called nursing homes, but now they. Euphemism is long-term care and and um, and also short-term rehab, where mostly older people go at you know status post like hip surgeries and oh okay and, uh, is, it, is it a sniff stuff like that. I'm sorry, what was it, Jen? Is it, is it a sniff? Is it a skilled nursing facility? Um yeah yeah they call them this yeah SNF yeah you don't see this much here, um, but that kind of covers a broader. I do. This is more LTC long-term care. Hmm. Hopefully, there's no video of you slapping and abusing your patients or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows better than that. You know, it's funny you mention that though. Not nothing to do with the patients, but uh, the, you know, the whole thing with the videos. I just think it's kind of always like, oh, it's a good thing there's cameras. You know, you know, we and, and you know, all the cops should have cameras. And, you know, all that. Okay, I can see that. But I actually was accused of doing something I did not do because they saw on the um, saw something. Video they interpreted, you know, wrong. Dark at night, so the hallways are dark, and they got these cameras in all the hallways, and you know, in the med room, they're like cameras. It's like you're on camera everywhere. Well, the only thing that it was crazy. I mean, all I was doing had the rolling desk chair, and I kind of rolled it, just kind of how you kind of roll along and rolled it around to the front of the nurse's station, just you know, kind of prep my cart in the morning. Well, they thought that I was rolling down the hall in a wheelchair. Me. I'm like, oh, you know, we saw you were rolling, you know, in a wheelchair down the hall. And, and I'm like, you know, and I work for you. You're breaking up. Yeah, you're, you work for what again? Oh, Diana, we're here. I see your lips moving, but. No, no sound. No sound. You're, um, you know, it's like your defense goes out the. Out the 
the window whether it was depending, you know and somebody could be just misinterpreting what they're seeing you know if it's something far away and it's a dark hallway and you know that kind of stuff i just had to say that. <laughs> we missed some of that because you're having a little bit of, we're having a little bit of an issue with your internet connection yeah, you froze so. up a little bit yeah oh oh okay yeah you probably yeah, did, you didn't of, hear I us either so all right I, and so a lot of people are having trouble Bryn had some trouble charlie had some trouble yeah. Doug in his cheapo hotel, not bad tonight. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised it's a little it's a little delayed. I'll, I'll watch myself move, and it's sort of like, well, I, I just made that movement about you know five seconds ago. So, uh, yeah, there is a little delay with your lip syncing, but not terrible. So, so my nine year old computer is still working. Is that really a nine year old computer? Nine year old computer. Wow. I bought it in no five. Wow. Is, is it hand crank? That's nine uh, years old. No, it's it's a it's a HP. I got to thinking. You called. Um, you said you nicknamed the show the X. Uh, um, actually, uh, Rebel Stoke Jim came up with that term. Well, I have an idea. What if it were three times better? Then it would be triple X, wouldn't it? Now we're talking. Now, now, now we're on the right track. You, you got us there, Rob. We're on the right track. Doug, help me here. <laughs> You're doing a good job. You don't need any help. You're doing a good job all the time. Ah, it's a triple X. Well, I bet it would it would do very well. Although I don't know how triple X audio does. Hey, let me. Uh, did, I, did I hear you correctly on like one of the archive shows that you were like a former burlesque dancer or something? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, that's Diana. Did you hear that? She froze again. Perfect time for it to freeze up. No, no, I certainly was not. I, I, when I first, I thought you were talking to me as well, Doug, until I, uh, until I heard the burlesque part. Diana, unfreeze, log off, log back on. We got to hear. I want all the details. Yeah, I heard it. Up. I heard it over the weekend myself when in her twenties. Yeah, Diana used to be a burlesque dancer. Yes, she did in her twenties. Oh. Wow. Diana, I'm not Come on. Oh, there she is. She's with us. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, am I? Oh, well, everybody froze. Wait a minute. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. It's like you got a little, I got a little froze here and there with people. But, um, yeah, it's just something I did in my 20s. Um, <laughs> I couldn't believe and I, I forgot they were doing the video that night, that uh, Alex's <laughs> video taping it. And I went and looked back and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, like a lot of drink guzzling wine like i saw you know kind of loosen the, the the tongue a little bit there <laughs> that's uh, all true though i mean I, i'm not ashamed of it i don't feel, don't feel bad don't feel bad i mean i'm sitting there like holding up my go. little stash of marijuana and all that i'm like sitting there like oh my god if you know if some reason i have somebody at work that happened to see that like my boss yeah, which I doubt they would see it, but still, I mean, like, you know, after that, I was like, oh, Doug. Uh, That's when you know that GabNet will be extremely successful when nobody will be willing to say things like that anymore. Yeah, so, Diana, um, uh, I'll speak for maybe not the group, but at least Doug. You got any pictures? Um, Nothing official. Not, not really. <laughs> I don't care about official. Okay, okay. Here we go. We're, we're, you, I certainly wouldn't end up here. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to hear that story. I mean, knowing you know, it's just like wow. I, I was yeah, I was riveted to the radio. Porn. It was Alex talking about porn names, and then <laughs> that's right. What was it? It was the uh, it was your, your your first pet in the street you grew up on. Yeah, so yeah, this... yeah the old saw. You know, everybody's probably heard. I no, would, I mean, I, I was... used my real name, but um, I just I maybe think I I used to 
I had a Luisa cocktail waitress too. This is mostly in, in San Diego, and you know they wanted you to push in drinks. And I, I had remember on my cocktail tray I had wrote Diamazon. That was kind of my. Oh, I heard you say that. Kind yeah. of my stage name, but not really. I just got. My my first pet's name. So if I were a woman, it would be. No, 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 no. Rob, wait, wait, wait. This is a scam. Your first (laughs) pet's name and the street you grew up on are both password hints on many websites. But they're not for me. Well, then go for it. So my first pet's name was Chanel. Nice. So that would be a good porno name. This would be South King. So I guess you could be Chanel King or Chanel South. Oh, Chanel, nice. Chanel King. Yeah. No, you know, it's funny. It's funny because that, for, that formula works. It does work. Hey, talk about talk about funny names. This guy can get away from stripper names, but I've been I got this like new hobby where I've been going to like all these like vintage places taking pictures on it. And I came across this like old civil war graveyard in Goldsboro, North Carolina. And I came across this grave and the guy's name was, and I took a picture of it. It's called Pharaoh genius Perkins. And it was like, <laughs> World war Yeah. I mean, civil war and a guy's name, Pharaoh genius. And his last name is Perkins. I mean, that was, I, I thought that was pretty interesting there. Is that his porno name. You think? <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. Why well, he's dancing for the troops there. You know, Porno in the 1800s. There was no such thing. Well, I guess there was. By the campfire. Oh, yeah. Are you I kidding me? You had to do it live. Forever. There was no There was no film. There was... Uh, well, at least, you know, in the 1800s, they had, like, um, playing cards that were, like, yeah. new... Yeah, it's right. The, the yeah. playing well, cards. prostitutes that would get, show up at the camps where the troops were at. Yeah. And, and just... They had prostitutes back then. Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah, this profession. The, yeah, I mean the show Deadwood. Did anybody watch Deadwood when it was on HBO? Couple I didn't times. HBO. Yeah. I never yeah. watched it. Yeah, that that, that the prostitution was uh, tremendous. I mean, and it wasn't uh, what it is today in terms of uh, the the stigma. It was uh, wide was open. That, and what was that Western movie that had the Carradines, the Quades? Um, oh my God, what's the name of that movie? It was a it was a cowboy movie. Um, Rough yeah, Guns. What? Young Guns? No, no. no this, it was like had, no. it was not Young Guns, but it had David Carradine was in it, and he had like this girlfriend who was a whore. He kept on saying, "You're a whore, you're a whore." <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good movie, is what you're saying. It was actually it was kind of show how seedy it was back then. You know, it was not you know constant piano playing and somebody spitting in a platoon there. Oh, but they, you uh, know, they well, say no. that they say the 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 the, str- the streets were disgusting in those old. Uh, you know, yeah. it was full of horse shit and just everybody's shit. I mean, Mud. it was it yeah. smelled, it was gross. But you know, we we've sort of um, you know romanticized, romanticized yeah. it a little bit. Well, but, but uh, sorry to interrupt, Rob. But the the best hooker movie. I'm sorry, the best prostitution movie. Uh, had to be the Cheyenne Social Club. Henry Fonda, come on. Never saw that one. I saw oh, it about 30 years ago. I don't remember what. It didn't really glamorize prostitution, and Henry Fonda was great. You got to see Great movie. Great movie. We are just about out of time, believe it or not. Diana, uh-huh. Jeff, yeah. Doug, sure. Charlie, and Rin, thank you for joining me on the Citizen Panel tonight. Don't oh, forget... What? We will be back tomorrow night again at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on the Great American Broadcast Network. Alex Bennett's Ramble is next, followed by 
Miranda Janelle's Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle and her big night with the entire thing that went on in Cupertino, Cupertino today. So a whole night left here on GabNet. Enjoy it, and I'll see you tomorrow night. Rob Alfano's Exchange on the Great American Broadcast Network. <laughs>